Hey everybody and welcome to episode 91 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So people, welcome back to the Revive Yourself podcast. Hope you all well. Hope you all good. Getting some great feedback on that last uh, interview I did with Warren Williams. Um, Warren's always a fantastic guest. He's, uh, you know, he's he's a, he's a, an, another health expert that I just love to talk to, um, love to collaborate with. Actually, he's someone I really do trust, and uh, our conversations are always fascinating and and just awesome, really. So I really uh, love getting him on the show. I love talking to him. I really like the fact and love the fact actually that you guys do too so um he'll always be a returning guest along with others such as jason christoph etc um also getting paul check lined up for the, the new year as well um the check institute is yeah has, has really come to prominence this year i mean for those of us that have always been in the know we've known about paul and his work um but it's great that his work is getting out more out to the mainstream and in fact it's the natural health world in general is just uh or the natural health movement is just, is just spreading its wings um and so just as always we'll just be trying to cut through all the nonsense and get you to the uh, the best of the natural health world and stay away from all the dogma which would be great um and yeah um wanted to just uh just say it as well you know um lots of going on with with, with their interviews trying to get some really good guests for you uh coming up um unfortunately I said before the couple of guys that i had booked in for the, the other week with the had to postpone with the um the fires etc and i hope everyone in california is doing well um other things is the revive yourself shop is now now open as before last week if you go to www.shop dot revive yourself dot co got all the different uh, supplements on there that i recommend always got some messages people asking me ryan what do you think about this what do you think about that everything on there stuff that i personally recommend we've got our emf blockers as well with the aries tech uh, four different options you've got on there at the moment and if you click on one and it says it's out of stock just if you carry on and you go to the website the aries tech website it's what it'll take you to you can click on the other options you've got available they've got plenty of different options uh, available there uh, also the, the whole house filtration systems from aquaterre as well if you want to get one of them a lot of people i put up a post about fluoride this week that got a lot of traction and it's not just fluoride that's in your water obviously you've got you got all the pesticides and heavy metals and and um chlorine etc in there as well as parasites um and so yeah and, and fluoride obviously being being a major com- contributor uh, to, to poor health as well it poisons enzymes and it's very toxic to the human it's most you know, it's the most corrosive acid known to man uh, i'll stay away from it i said before if you want to listen to my interview with dr david kennedy uh, i think it's episode 15 uh, we've got here there we talked all about that um we went into mercury went into fluoride he's the former um, head of toxicology and, and dental uh, practice in America um, so he knows all about this in fact he's got a video um, about mercury and the toothy and Malcolm Films how they off gas uh, on YouTube I can't remember the actual name of it if you type in Dr. David Kennedy and mercury it should come up um also he's got a great lots of lots of quality information about fluoride on there as well um fluoride isn't 
the healthy, safe um, teeth strengthening um, yeah, substance that's been promoted as it's actually extremely toxic and very, very well, it's just a health disaster. I would stay away from it as much as possible. And so that's going on. Um, and as, as always, guys, all the information, lots of articles at www.reviveyourself.co. And if you are looking for some one to one help with your health, uh, the best way uh, to contact me is at um, ryan at reviveyourself.co. Send me an email there and we can book you in for a call consultation to see if and how we can help you move forward if you're dealing with any chronic issues um it's what we've been dealing with for people for the last or however many years now and getting results with them so that will um well if if you're looking for, for help then that's the best way to go about it um for today's interview is with mr duke sayer uh awesome awesome conversation it's something that or as you can as you as you'll see when once you actually go into it that i actually open up a little bit about things that i'm struggling with um duke is someone who's been down went down the natural health world um and then he sort of got opened up to a different sort of healing energy energy healing um breath work um being able to re um well to be able to disrupt patterns that have been producing the same results for people it's a very interesting conversation it's something that he had to go through uh, lots of changes himself to get to where he is now to help people and he's and um i'm actually gonna gonna i've actually signed up for one of his programs i'm interested in going and doing this work myself uh something else that i mean always learn always always want to give more value to my clients as well if there's anything i can give to them but also as a coach you know you've also always got to be um developing yourself and growing and it's something that i really was interested in what duke was talking about and um i'm really looking forward to, to starting his course and as you'll see it's a fascinating conversation so without further ado adieu without further ado here is duke enjoy it and i'll see you on the other side we'll just step up and uh we'll both we'll both raise each other up yeah where um where, where have you been i've just been in la um doing an event there and um and yeah i've been i've been that far east before, um, or west, should I say. But um, yeah, for some reason, I don't know if it's just because doing an event as well, and um, it's the first time I've done an event there and all the integrations from that. But yeah, coming back, I'm all over the place, um, mentally and tiredness-wise. So, uh, and then I've got my daughter this weekend, so and another American webinar Sunday night uh, in American time. So I'm still, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It does make me think of these people who do do events all around the world, how they must, you know, have to get a, a decent system in place or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was out there this year as well. When, when did you get back? Literally, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, right, yeah. So you're still all over the place. Um, <clears throat> California. Yeah, I think it's about eight or nine hours, is it? I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, eight, seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, seven or eight hours, yeah, so it does, it does, um, yeah, it does, it's weird, sometimes you're fine with it, other times you're not, I suppose you've been taking lots of information in as well, was, uh, how long was the course? No, no, it was, it was me doing an event. Oh, you were doing an event, sense. all right, how, yeah, how long, yeah, yeah. How long so was it? It was only, it was only a day, but, you know, obviously there was a lot of integrations, as there always is with these things afterwards, um, but yeah, I don't know, yeah, maybe that's it, it's just, it's different every time, I've never... I've never been hit this hard, or maybe it's getting older. I don't know, but um, you know, normally I'm quite all right. I don't have jet lag at all, but it's really left me all over the place. Just sleeping at random times, and all of a sudden I just conk out, you know. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, did you? Did you? Was you out there for a small, short period, or did you spend some time out there for two weeks? Right. Yeah. So you were. So you sort of acclimatise, I suppose, and then. <laughs> 
phone back it's yeah just... that's what i thought i thought in the future do you know what i'll get there like maybe a day and a half before and then i won't stay longer than a day or two afterwards and then come back i think that's mm. that's going to be the new plan definitely yeah yeah i mean it's, it's just a bit of a bit of a pain the flight's a bit of a pain in the bum it's not the so longest what, what, but so what were you doing over there were you doing an event or what was what were you doing no over actually there? i just had um i had uh, a friend's wedding which was in uh, saskatoon in canada and then we went um a few of us went to to Vancouver to see it. and then we went over to San Diego and uh, then down to Venice Beach it was it was just a holiday but I was just like a little bit of research as well and um, I mean I interviewed people on the west coast a lot so I was I met a couple of people as well um the guy called Troy Casey etc and um yeah no we uh I mean it's somewhere that I love as well so it was just that was really just a bit of a bit of a break um but yeah ours wasn't I didn't have to do any events or anything uh, so it was good but it was weird because I have a lot of people a lot of listeners from the um from the US so when I was doing live videos and stuff a lot of them were a lot of them were on whereas generally generally they, they'll get it a little bit later on because they're still in bed for example but um yeah no it's all good so what was your what was your um event called well, this one, this one um, was actually just, and honestly, it was like an individual one because we had loads and loads of couples, and basically, someone from my Facebook group was like, "Hey, do you, you know, I can I can get people to an event. Do you fancy doing a relationship event?" Because over the last two years, I've tended to do conscious relationship event, hardcore spiritual purpose event. But for conscious relationship purpose event, conscious relationship purpose event, and so that one was a conscious relationship one. But next year to the public i'm just going to do just to purpose from now on in it's just it's just more my excitement um but obviously a lot of a lot of the stuff with the saboteur and things like that um relates to relationships anyway so that's where kind of the crossover happens so yeah so that was that event it was very interesting a lot of a lot of couples there um a lot of kind of kept women and things like that it was very very interesting some different ego programs than what i normally have to deal with um so yeah it was, it was definitely it was definitely interesting but they all they all lapped it up and you know i think at least half of them um want to do the course um which is why i'm doing the webinar for them on sunday to kind of just show them how the course looks and then and then that will be it really it's just kind of it's um you know i've i've kind of done more of you know 100 people type events in london but i feel after doing the california event there's only 20 people there mm. and i do really feel now that's kind of a really good way of doing it because the outlay is so little and yet you can just do a small little event like that convert a higher percentage because you're in a smaller you know mm. group and spend more time with them and just do that so i really feel like next year i'll be doing a lot of one day workshops rather than events like one day workshops around the world and then each time just getting them onto the online course and you know grow the community that way basically because we've built a we've built a really awesome community in london and to be able to do that around the world in different pockets we've got a lot of people in australia and a few people in america start building up australia america yeah so that's kind of you know so that was a really insightful you know just doing that event just following my gut it was really insightful to kind of get that feedback and get that you know what i mean so yeah. um yeah what, what about you do, you do you do events or is it all online no um i i do do seminars so i have people that are around I've, I've done it all around the uk but in europe as well i've got um people that want me to come and talk to talk to them etc so yeah um got like a three big secrets to health um seminar that i do um and we, and we go from there but yeah i mean um i generally can be anywhere from yeah, twenty, thirty people to you say hundred plus people. Um, it's just yeah, I, I actually quite enjoy it. I mean, it doesn't. 
I haven't been, I haven't done it in America or anything yet. Um, even though I've got an audience out there, I could do it. I just generally. I was going to say, for what you what you do, Californians would lap it up. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they do, they, they do lap it up. It's just I, I get a lot of. Um, I've got clients in America anyway, so I deal. I've got a lot here, yeah, lots of stuff online as well. So I could, I could go out, go out there and do it. But I've got webinar that's online as well, so people see that, um, and so they can see it from anywhere. So, yeah, I'd, I would like to go. There's lots of people. Do you know Paul Check? Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Check. There's a lot of Czechies out there that, that I, I, I do. I get on well with Czech people. They're like some people that are, well, generally the people that get it, that sort of understand the sort of things that you're talking about, energy and etc. Just, just for people out there, because we are recording. Yeah, yeah. We are recording. I'm just, I'll just go over the flow. Um, what is, what is your job title? You said there are a couple of different events there. What is, what would you say your job title is? Uh, my job title, I'm not sure it is in, on any uh, on any job application form anywhere. But I would, I would, my my the way I see it is, anyone who comes across comes my path comes across my path. I want to get them be, um, get to understand their life and becoming self aware. So self awareness coach, facilitator, something like that. But essentially, anyone who comes my way, you know, I w- I want them to be able to get to that peace and that fulfillment that you get when you understand that everything in your life is shown up for a reason. You know, there are no coincidences and everything that's shown up your life is a feedback loop for you to get to know yourself, acknowledge a part of yourself, remember more of who you truly are. And grow sort of thing, yeah? Exactly, exactly. Because so, I mean, this is, so you, I've a little bit researched into what you're doing and stuff and just, just people like you said, like how you got into it because... I know you're talking about you. So you do a lot of relationships. We also talk about energy and getting people. Mm. You say you sort of like better see energy, etc. But how did you get into it? I mean, I'm guessing like most of us, it has something to do with you um, going through some, some trauma yourself or going through relationship um, dramas yourself. Is that how you got into it? Yeah. Well, so essentially, um, I was I was very numb to what was really going on in my life. So I had physically and verbally abusive relationships right. from the other party. I had money going up and down as many people do. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't actually recognizing just how shut down I was and just how numb I was from my childhood trauma. And, you know, honestly, I just pushed it so much down and I was putting on this brave face, you know, wearing all these masks like many people do. And actually it was my physical body, which was the universe, my soul, however you want to look at it was, was the way of waking me up. So I had chronic back pain for 12 years, every day of my life. And at 25, they were talking about fusing my back. Um, I had knee ligament damage, cartilage worn down on my right knee, um, torn rotator cuff in my shoulder. And, you know, my body was really falling apart. And it was, it, let, it was a lot of frustration tied into that because a lot of, you know, I did fighting. And I wanted to be strong and I had all these programs and how, how I wanted to show up and all this kind of stuff. And that was the universe's way of really getting me to recognize and wake up that something was wrong. And... I had an online business um, with all the health stuff, supplements and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was helping a lot of other people. A lot of other people were getting healed, quote unquote, or getting better. And yet my body wasn't getting any better, no matter how much alkalizing or whatever, you know, all yeah. these different trends. I was doing everything. And yet my body still wasn't getting any better. And in honesty, it took the birth of my daughter to really bring me to that point where I was like, okay, something is really wrong here. Because everyone was telling me, you know, when your daughter's born, you're going to feel like this, you're going to feel like that, it's going to change your world. And it did change my world because me and her mum were never really together and she brought up all my stuff around the feminine and she was an absolute nightmare for me and me for her. 
But when my daughter was born, you know, I picked my daughter up and I felt nothing. And I could just feel that I felt nothing. I felt no love. I just felt a duty. I felt this dutiful feeling of, okay, I'm a dad. Her mum's been an absolute nightmare, but let me do the best by her. But I couldn't feel any love. I couldn't feel any warmth, any comfort. Oh my God, she's so sweet. And she was beautiful. You know, she was a beautiful baby, sweet baby, but I felt nothing. And I remember exactly where I was um, in this in this house in Norway where her mum lived. And I was just looking out of the snow and I was just like, shit, there is something, there's got to be something wrong with me, you know, beyond what I'm currently recognizing. There's got to be something wrong with me if I can't feel anything. And in the subsequent months that happened, um, with the tussle between me and uh, me and my daughter's mum, and one day I was just feeling this absolute rage. Like, you know, I was known in boxing and fighting. I was known for being super calm, you know, calls a cucumber and never, but actually it wasn't really calmness. It was the fact that I just pushed down on my emotions so much. I wasn't in touch with my emotions. And then one day this rage just came up, just came up in me. And I remember I was walking along and I saw this girl walking towards me and I thought, shit, I need to cross the street because I don't, I don't even know what I might do. I felt so angry and I realized it was anger with women, feminine in general. And serendipitously, I met someone um, at an event and at a meditation event. And she she was able to show me in about five minutes that that anger that I felt towards my daughter's mum and the frustration and all this rage that was starting to come up wasn't personal to that situation. And about five minutes later, after bawling my eyes out and having flashes and seeing all these scenes from my childhood that I'd completely forgotten about and forgotten about the associations and decisions I'd made and the beliefs I'd formed, five minutes later, I didn't feel the hate anymore. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't hate her anymore. I can't believe it. And that was it. Literally within 24 hours, I closed down my kind of standard alternative health business was selling supplements and selling all this stuff before it became popular. I closed that all down within 24 hours. Like, I don't know what this is, but this, this is what I'm looking for. And I just threw myself in head first. Mate, it's a bit of a, there's so much I want to touch on there. That's an awesome story <laughs> because the anger that you were, I mean, it's going to shock people to hear that. Obviously you picked up your baby, you didn't feel anything for them. Um, what what led how comes i mean before obviously you you weren't aware when you first got in a relationship with your, your daughter's mum mm. what how comes so how comes you ended up having a daughter with if, if, if for example if you didn't get on with her that well you were never really together how comes you made the decision to to have the have a daughter with her and then from there like how how is i mean obviously i'm guessing that since you've had this sort of awakening it's been a lot better the relationship's a lot better but how how did that i mean what was was, was you first of all was you resenting the fact that that your freedoms were being taken away from somebody you didn't really love um yeah in, in honesty it was it was it was it was that but also i wanted to see my daughter but just from a in honesty just from a place of duty i didn't really feel a massive pull but i was like okay i don't know what this is this is crazy but you know i'm going to try and be there as much for my daughter as possible and then my daughter's mum her programs were showing up, you know, her stuff around the masculine and, you know, her dad treated her terribly and all this kind of stuff. So her, her, the little girl in her wanting to prove that men show up a certain way meant that she treated me a certain way because she didn't want me to prove her ego, the little girl and her wrong on how men are, because obviously that would go against her beliefs, which would mean she'd have to revisit the pain of her childhood on some level. And then from my side, 
my beliefs around women and the stuff that happened my mum and my upbringing and everything else I was obviously that was been reflected in her towards me but it wasn't it wasn't so much um it wasn't so it wasn't really so much directly with her it was just for, it was just the frustration the manipulation you know um live it, the fact that my daughter lived in a different country and you know one minute I'm like okay everything seems like it's getting better with the mum the next minute she just turned the sixpence you know none of it none of it personal just you know, both of our programs bounce against each other. And, you know, it's a situation that I could have been in exactly the same situation with a guy and it wouldn't have affected me that way. It was just my programs were being activated that needed to come up to be acknowledged and cleared. And that is why all of it was happening. And the years that followed, the, the three years after that, frankly, were hell. Um, but I was working on myself like crazy, continually acknowledging parts of myself, realizing things, um, integrating and embracing my feelings more and more and more. Cause frankly, until that point, I was just completely numb. And from about the age of my daughter being three onwards, um, yeah, it's been all good with my daughter's mum and people who met me in those first three years, they honestly can't believe how the relationship is. You know, obviously I do events, I travel around the world, you know, my daughter's mum is really, really flexible. Um, you know, we never have any issue. My daughter's sweet as anything and self-aware as, um, no, no coincidences. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all, all of that, the reflection in her and my daughter and the whole situation it was all down to me and my responsibility for, okay, how am I showing up? What are my programs? And just recognizing that everything shows up in our life for us. You know, things don't happen to us. They happen for us and they're happening for us to just go through this experience of remembering who we truly are. And in my model of the world, what we signed up for and what we wanted to experience and the experiences I had with the feminine, my childhood and everything else you know, it's a full circle, just an experience from in my model of the world that my soul wanted to have. And, and that's all it was. And when I got that understanding and got those lessons, amazingly, my daughter's mum started showing up differently. I was about to ask that. I mean, obviously, for people out there, our audience is pretty aware and they understand this. Uh, it's not it's like spiritual and you've got different energies. But I was going to say, did did your daughter's mum have to work, do some similar work that, to, that you did for her to understand where you were coming from? Well, it's, it started. It started. It started from my side. You know, I didn't. I didn't ask her or say, "Look, do this or do that." But it's no coincidence that any time she shared a way, a that I didn't like, or b that triggered me in any way, I would go to town, work on that, find out how I felt when I first felt that, what decisions I made at the time, what beliefs I formed, what was a soul gift, what was a lesson. I'd get all of those understandings, understand the ego dichotomy, the saboteur, all that stuff. And, you know, no coincidence, I would integrate that. And then next time I'd see her in time, she would then start saying to me, oh, yeah, by the way, Duke, I was looking at this meditation stuff. I was looking online at this person. And, you know, what do you think about this person? Da, da, da. Have you, and she'd be like, have you ever had an interest in this? And I'd be like, look, Mina, I've been working on this for years. You know, let me show you some stuff. So it was, you know, for me, everything every, is amazing with these with these tools. You know, even times where she'd be going you know, as some people might say in England, batshit crazy, I would then talk to her higher self, explain to her higher self, this is where I'm coming from, this is what I need, let's try and work it out in this way. And I'd go back minutes later, it's like we hadn't even had that conversation. Right. You know, so, you know, this shit works. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm just trying to get people to understand it um, from a conversational point of view. Some people might just be sort of like having a hard time understanding what we're talking about here. So, for example, you've got masculine and feminine energy, what you're, you're talking about, obviously things that are, things that have been 
I mean, we've all naturally got it. I mean, we all, obviously men, well, not all men have got more masculine. Some some show up quite feminine. But that's, that, you need to have that in, in, in sort of like balance out. A lot of men hide their feminine. As you said, you're not in touch with, with things and certain women actually have far too, too masculine. They don't realise. Uh, have you heard of a guy called Corey Wayne? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've talked to him, he's interesting, talk about masculine and feminine, and it's interesting then how many people don't actually understand, as you said, what you talk about here is your, what you talk about as well about your past and how that can affect you as well, um, it can even, even your mother, father, grandparents, things that they've experienced can affect you and, and your, your energy, right? Yeah, and this, and this is the thing, it's interesting because scientists will say things like, you know, disease or family traits can be passed down through the DNA. Well, yeah, what's DNA? DNA is a memory housing facility. That's what DNA is. DNA is your makeup and 80% of your DNA energetically is memories, whether it's for your ancestors, for your past lives, for this stuff in this lifetime. So, you know, 100%, you know, when you can just start to recognize you are responsible for everything that shows up in your life, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to embrace that it's all your fault, you know? So when you can embrace and step into your power that everything that shows up in my life, I have the power to change it. If I can only seek to understand it, it's incredibly liberating. And for me, some of the biggest shifts I've had around finances and relationships in particular, you know, eight generations down on my dad's side, you know, some pirate, you know, nick some, nick some treasure from the Spanish Armada. And then literally the next day, my finances would change and you know crazy crazy stuff like that that whether you believe it or not as you do it more and more and more you just start to just accept it that hey man this this stuff is this stuff is real and you know our 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 parents are you know we are our level of awareness no matter how our parents have shown up no matter how much they've conditionally loved us whatever else we are standing on their level of awareness and you know, we are in the right place at the right time with exactly what we've signed up for. And all of our experiences are there for a reason. And everything that you've had oppressed in some way, let's just say when you're younger, you, through your experiences, you weren't able to speak your truth. You weren't quite silent. You know, I definitely had that experience, didn't really speak much um, as a kid. And in school was, you know, a bit of a loner, didn't really talk much. Well, guess what? My soul asked for that experience because once I've integrated all the decisions remembered all the decisions i made through different experiences this lifetime and others stuff passed down through the ancestral line now one of the gifts that i have is there is a certain level of alchemy in my voice you know there's a certain level of when i speak people people listen why because my soul went to have that experience therefore it gave me the experience of completely not speaking my truth, bottling down my feelings, not embracing my feelings, not connecting my breath. And there's no coincidence that like 22, 23, when it was coming to blows, I had my tonsils out. I had tonsillitis like two weeks out of every month for like two years until I had them removed. Why? Because I wasn't speaking my truth. You know, and that was, and that was my soul trying to get my conscious to remember the decisions I made through that illness, through that experience. I always say to people the mental and emotional side of things, energetics. Uh, this is important as the physical and nutritional. It's it's a huge part, and I think it's it's a part that often gets often gets um, yeah just passed over. It's, it's it's interesting because how for people out there, how did you manage to work on this? I mean, is it you went to see someone, but is this something you can do yourself, or do you have to see do you have to see someone like you to work on it so people can actually get to understand this? I mean, how, I mean. 
I heard you speak before, and you say you can you can see someone's aura, right? Their energy. Yeah. So 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 there's two two answers to your question. First of all, my you know when I said my thing is self awareness, mm. I worked. When I said I threw myself um, head first, when I, once I met that lady, I was just like, wow, I don't know what this is. And I went out seeking into the personal world, into the spiritual world to find people. And I had quite a bit of knowledge around marketing. So what I did is I just went to these people and I said, hey, look, let me get you out there more because I thought, oh, my God, people need to know about this. And I started marketing them. Therefore, I was just immersed in that world. But what I found after a few years in that world was there was a lot of come to my free event, upsell you to a two-day weekend, upsell you to a retreat, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of codependency, a lot of, you know, come to my event and I'll shift you. And of course, that's awesome. And you get your own awarenesses. But I started to realize I was outgrowing a lot of people. And when I was looking at myself, I'm like, why am I outgrowing people? I'm trying to figure this out. And I realized I'd kind of developed a tool that I could shift my own stuff. And that's why my thing is self-awareness, because I believe, and this is what our course is basically, but I believe that, you know, you can, you can, you can learn a technique so that anything that shows up in your body and your awareness, you can follow it back, get the realization, realize the decisions, get the understanding, the emotions, the soul gift, everything else. And that's when you get true integration. When you, on a physical, mental, emotional, energetic level, you truly get all of that understanding that's the accelerated growth and you can do it on yourself without constantly needing a healer or go to an event or whatever else. Now, of course, every now and then your ego is going to blindside you and it's helpful to have someone you can call or go to an event or get someone else's opinion. But generally speaking, the more I think we can make people self-aware and able to read their own timelines and feel into their feelings and ask when they first felt it and get taken back to situations through their feeling rather than the thoughts of their minds, the better. Um, and then your second question, I can't remember at all, Ryan. <laughs> uh, no, no, I was just saying, do you need to, do you need to, um, is it something that you need to, to go and see someone about? Um, oh, yeah. or, or is it, is it something you can do self? And I said, you, you see people's, you see people's all. Oh, that was energy. it. Yeah. So, so yeah, my, my thing is that everyone, everyone has their gift and, my gift, as it were, is, and I'm a, I'm a truth seeker, as you are, as many people are, but my gift is you can give me a piece of information, I can hear a statement, someone could be speaking about something, and I can follow the energetic thread of that information and see whether it's true or not, or see where it comes from, or see see what else it connects to. So, you know, one of the gifts I have is anyone gives me, you know, if you give me a book, I'll read that book and I'll literally see like another 30% that that person may have not necessarily put in the book or, you know, maybe they already know they haven't put it in the book, but it isn't necessarily in there because I can just follow these threads of energy. So yeah, I do see auras and I do see energies, but it's more of, I see these threads of energy and when I'm, and, and that's why one of the, you know, one of the things I'm focusing more on next year is the purpose stuff. Cause when I see people's timelines, when I see people's purpose, they can ask me a question about their purpose and then I can check in and then see with that energy of what they're saying, where it where it's going, what it takes them. Now, of course, everything in the present moment, potential realities, and it all depends what action you take and beliefs you have and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's my thing, basically, is I am more visual than maybe the average person in this game. Um, but then, like I said, everyone, everyone, you know, everyone has a gift, whether it's hearing, whether it's sensing, whether it's knowing, we all have a bit of it. But yeah, that's my kind of, that's my bit that you know i feel more affinity with mm -hmm. so 
yeah so it's like yeah i know what you mean it's, it's, everyone's got their there's certain things that they excel at but that's it's interesting so when you're saying you can see that so you can you can if someone's saying something to you you can almost tell if what they're saying is is true or if it aligns with or, or why they're saying what they're saying yeah basically and and even even see and the, and the reason and one of the ways that i developed it is before i became a healer or a coach and quote unquote whatever you want to what you want to describe it as you know i was in the marketing game and i was promoting speakers healers coaches and then behind the scenes without any kind of marketing knowledge of how you're supposed to speak or anything like that they would i would get them behind the camera they would speak onto the camera about their thing and I would just be able to see the density of the words. I'd be able to see the exact impact that that word would have on someone having heard it, what emotion was behind it, where it needed to go. It was just, it was just, a, it was just something that I had naturally. And then once I w looked into that arena more, um, you know, I, I kind of coupled the marketing and more understanding around it. But you know, I feel like everyone, everyone has that kind of talent. That was just, that was just my thing. I could just see those things. Like before, I knew what NLP was. I saw people speaking on stage and I saw these energetic, I saw energetic loops being opened in people. And before I even knew what NLP was, and it was like, it was like happening in slow motion. I'm like, Oh my God, he's literally hooking all of these people. And you know, they're not in control. And you know, I was literally seeing it with my, with my real eyes before I even went and looked at NLP and actually got the understanding mentally. I was, I was seeing in my open eyes what was going on. So, so yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, so so when you so when you get someone, I mean, if you do or me if you want or, or, or whatever. But like, how do you how do we break patterns, especially if they've been really ingrained from past generations? How would how do you go about that? It's it's just a case of re remembering. You know, your soul, your soul. You know, what I said when I said about whatever has been suppressed is here to be expressed. Right. One thing that you know, anyone who's listening right now, something for you to bear in mind is. You know, rather than thinking, oh my God, this is, this is the, I'm getting shivers right now. I don't know what, what we're about to talk about, but I'm getting shivers. This, this lifetime isn't a case of, oh my God, so much bad stuff has happened. Da, da, da. It's not that. This lifetime is like the slam dunk and all your previous lifetimes, all your, and you know, your previous ancestors, power universes even is like the setup. It's like the basketball being passed around the court. And then this lifetime is where the ball's laying up in the air and you're getting ready to slam dunk it. And what I mean by that is all those other experiences you've had, you are, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you listen to Ryan regularly, no doubt you are on some level, the leading edge of consciousness. You are part of the planet ascending in this, in this time, this amazing, exciting time period back into the fifth dimension and understanding that when you remember a situation, you go back. So when you ask the question, how'd you do it, Ryan? Obviously, I've got my technique, the same method, which you can do this with. I think it's the simple, most efficient, powerful tool there is. And honestly, it's super simple. But just if you're quite skilled already, just, just going with your breath, breathing into your body. The, truth, the important thing is connecting with your body and asking how you feel, first of all. And by hooking onto the feeling, you can personify it, go back through your timeline. And this is different to NLP because when you go through the mind with NLP, you're still filtered by a limited experience based on the programs that formed when you had that experience. So you're still going through your filtration of your own belief system. But if you go, if you can go through your feelings and through the energy, you can go back to a situation and truly see the actual real gift and the real situation of what's happening. You can, and you can feel your feelings. You can hear the beliefs being formed. You can hear neural pathways been made. And from that place, 
once you're in that place and you're like, oh, so perfect example, when I was 10 months old, you know, and it's crazy, how would you remember this? But I went through the feeling of not being able to speak my truth and my throat literally choking up. And it took me back by using this technique, took me back to me as a 10 month year old baby being kicked across the floor and making the decision that if I don't speak, then that is my best bet. If I don't make a sound, that is my best bet of not dying. And actually on some level, even a 10 month old baby making almost like a spiteful decision of, you know, screw this person. I'm just not going to speak. That will show them. And once I went back to that situation, not only did I bring back the energy that had been left back in that time, because you know you have these situations, you have these decisions, you leave a part of yourself in that time frame. You know, anyone knows about soul fragments or anything like that. You leave a part of yourself energetically, emotionally back in that time. So when you go back to that place, re-remember the truth of decisions you made and why you made them, understand the gift of the situation. You don't just bring that power back. You bring back power from other lifetimes, from other time frames down your ancestral lineage. You, you get an overcompensation and you, you don't just get that energy. And that is what, you know, I say this is a slam dunk. This lifetime is the slam dunk because everything's been like a setup. You know, you, you, what you're doing, Ryan, you know, the, all, the, all the things you're going through and all the things you're experiencing, your soul has a certain level of experience and themes it wants you to have in this lifetime just for the hell of it. And everything that's led up to this point was just so that you could have that contrast and then have this experience. So, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah, it does. I've got so many different ways I want to go with it um, <laughs> because it's 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 getting to people. Went because obviously, um, obviously, being a coach and understand energy, etc. I, I can understand what certain things you're saying, and, and and just want to make sure it's like layman's terms for our audience. When you're saying things like, for example, we're always learning all the time and the universe keeps bringing things back around until we learn that sort of lesson. Um, but when you're breaking through, so for example, so for example, if, if someone was doing, you said it's the same method, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so you're doing breath, breath work with it. A lot of people will be going, well, I can't remember things from my past like that. Would these things come up What because you're doing... Because you're doing the uh, say a method. I mean, is this, does that method? Yeah, this, this to... is and this is yeah. This is where I, ha- I had someone. I had someone who joined the call say to me that they are at an event and you know they did like a past life or you know current life regression type thing, and essentially you know during this meditation at this event they took them back to the womb you know they often do a personal development events or they took them back to when they're three years old or something like that and then this this girl was telling me how you know she said to, she said to the guy leading the workshop oh you know i didn't go anywhere i just got a blank and he and he t- he said something like oh it's because it's you how he said but it was something quite you know not that helpful like oh it's because you're because you haven't done enough work yet or you're not ready yet or da, 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 da. no it's because he was trying to take them through their mind whereas if you connect with your body and you hone in on the feelings and then it's just a technique we kind of you you get that feeling and you and you kind of put it in front of you and you kind of move into that energy and it then takes you into the scenes doing that um you're not in your mind. And obviously it's as you learn the techniques so on the course, we, we literally have people practicing on each other every two weeks for like three months. And then after you've practiced on each other, because it's like a muscle, you're then used to being in your body and moving through the energy rather than trying to do things through your head. Then when it comes to your own stuff popping up, guess what? It's like a kinetic chain. You're like a boxing, like a kinetic chain. You then just go and you, and you go through that stuff in your own self. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I mean, you're saying people are generally too much in our heads anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I was just going to say, so with the so so for example, limit. So will this be with limiting beliefs as well, or is it things that you don't necessarily know are there until you do this yes, sort of it's work? The, um, both it's, it's, you could, you could look at your life and be like, okay, this isn't working. Or you look at life and realize, you know, I'm not charging enough or I've got some issues my deserving or I've got issues with boundaries, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. All you have to do, because your soul speaks to you through your feelings. If there is something in your life that you're not happy with, that's your soul saying to you, okay, we've had these experiences now. We've, we've got, we've, we've, we've had enough of that. Now it's time for a new experience. Now it's time for us to get the understanding. You know, when people go for awakening or, you know, you're suddenly in a job and all of a sudden you just feel despondent about it and you can't figure out why, or you know, you're in a relationship for like 10 years and all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, what the hell? I just don't want to be here anymore. That's just your soul. It sounds, sounds callous, but it's just your soul going, yeah, we've had that experience now. Now it's time for the new experience. That's where those feelings of awakening come from. It's your soul permeating your ego, permeating your conscious mind with a new experience. And it's not personal. It's not bad. And it's just that you've lived out those programs. And a perfect example, Ryan, I'm sure you can probably recognize this. Anyone listening to this who was a coach or a healer or a trainer or anything, you know, it doesn't just necessarily mean that your soul just had those experiences. It could be that you've got a program, let's just say, um, Ryan, you've got a program of not on some level, you didn't feel good enough. You know, your, your dad didn't give you the acknowledgement you were looking for on some level. So you grew up not feeling good enough just for you being you. But guess what? That is a program that your soul wanted you to have because that feeling of not being good enough, guess what? It meant you got out there, you learned stuff, you got skilled up, do you know what I mean? So as a result, that program on some level from your ego drove you to be better. But once you get to the point where your soul recognizes you're now skilled enough, you don't need to know more information. You've got enough just being who you are and you'll, you'll naturally keep growing and learning anyway. But you, that doesn't necessarily have to be a massive drive. All of a sudden, in your relationship or in your business, you might start having things come up where you realize, like let's just say in your relationship, um, in your in your relationship, you're with a girl and you start you start noticing you feel some inadequacy. And whereas before it wasn't really there, and like she said she says something and it triggers you and it and it takes you into a certain place. You're like, shit, something needs to be addressed here. I'm not, I'm I'm not feeling good about this. And then you use something like the same effort, you go back and it takes you back to a scene with your dad when you're five years old and you know, he hasn't given you some acknowledgement. He said something to you and it's made you feel like, shit, I'm not good enough. I must be better. You release that. And the reason that's come up is because your soul has said, now it's time for the new experience. And the new experience is you are enough just as you are. And from here on in, you can get paid just for you being you. You don't have to do a certain amount of work. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. And that, and that, shift that understanding releasing that decision you made at that time increases the vibration your vibration you attract more money for doing the same kind of work and it's just because actually you are now enough you've got the human skills and now it's time to start shifting the beingness to reflect a different reality as a result makes so, sense yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean i've done that myself we've done that with uh my work, my programs, etc. I know that for a fact. Um, and do with a lot of people the same, you know, it's breaking down their programs and getting them to understand and look at things differently. Um, but for example, as well, you do with a lot of people relationships, you said. Uh, mm. too. Um, so for example, when you get, so if you're looking for someone, um, say, obviously you, obviously you've got to make sure you're, 
you're enough yourself first because mm. um, that's a huge part of it. But when you're looking for someone, you want someone to grow with, um, someone that ticks all your boxes mm-hmm. and the universe um, brings people in that are not quite there or people that, that can... Um, they're not quite available or certain things. Are they just ways of the universe getting you to learn how to to better yourself, or uh, or or is that or is that something that you need to, or yeah, or is it just once again limiting 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 beliefs on your part, or is it a mixture of the both? Yeah, it's a mi- it's a mixture of all three. In my in my model of the world, whether it's manifest, whether it's stuff you attract in your business, your relationships. I kind of put it under five categories. So when someone shows up in your life, especially in relationships, it's easy to kind of see that person is either in your life because there's some karma, i.e. there's something to be revoked, released, programs, you know, this lifetime, something you did, past lives, ancestral timelines. I had a lot of stuff around relationships. Bless my dad and his dad and his dad and his dad that I had to release on their behalf that was showing up in women in a certain way. Second thing, your beingness. So if you're saying you want someone who's, who's got a great sense of humor, but you're dull as dishwater, you know, there's, there's a mismatch there. So if someone's, if someone's shown up in your life, you know, there's a certain level of your frequency and your vibration and your beingness. How, how is that matched? Third thing, your intention. You know, you've got, to be, you've got to be clear to the universe, to yourself as well, you know, just for, not just for the filtration of your ego, but also to, to make a declaration to your soul, yourself, and having that constant communication of, this is what I want, this is how I feel, this is what it will give me, this is the experience I want to have, having a clear intention. Fourth thing, action. You know, what action are you taking? If you're saying you want to be in a certain relationship, but you're, you're giving out a, um, something else, that's not, that's not going to work. And the last thing, like I said, beliefs. So, you know, what are your beliefs around women? What are your beliefs around relationships? What are, you know, do you believe on some level you can't have love and amazing business both fly and be amazing? Where does that come from? So those five aspects is for me, it's just a simple thing. And anything that's shown up, you just check in. Okay. Is this, is there some, is there some karma thing going on here? How does it make me feel? Who does she remind me of? When, you know, when did I first feel this feeling? And you just kind of go for each of those things. And, you know, the universe, the universe, and then the other aspect, another little layer, the universe will give you, it will give you what you want or it will give you what you need to then get what you want. So you might say, I want a woman who shows up this way and makes me feel like this way and we're like this together and da, da, da. And you don't know what you don't know and you've got to be open anyway. And then someone comes along and you just feel this massive chemical reaction and so much chemistry and everything else. And it feels amazing. Then two weeks later, you're thinking, God, she's changed. Why is she showing up this way? And everything else. And of course, all it is is just now the time's right. The reason you felt such an intense chemical reaction was because both your souls were like, hey, high five. Let's integrate each other's programs. And then two weeks later, that's pitted down now. And then your soul's like, awesome. Let's bring up these programs. Let's shift this stuff. And the third aspect is sometimes as well, the universe, whatever you want to put it under, you will, you will say you want a certain thing and it will just put something in front of you which is very, very close to what you want but isn't quite, especially when it comes to worth and deserving and significance and good enough and things like that. So I hope that all makes sense. But yeah, those those five areas I look at, okay, why am I attracting this? Where is this coming from? What am I, Are my intentions good? Are my actions on point with what I want? What are my beliefs around this? Um, what was the other thing I said? I can't remember that. Karma, you know, what what are, 
is there anything how does it make me feel have I felt this before and then those three other aspects of you know is this close to what i want and this is a test or is this something i just need to shift here before i can get to the next thing but in all of it with all of that said and done those are awareness tools as long as you follow your feeling you can't go wrong because if you follow your feeling and and they're wrong it's not easy you know i've 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 had relationships where within within a week or two i've literally seen the date where it's going to end and i'm like oh shit i don't want to i don't attach to that because obviously i don't want to create that reality and and i've seen and i've seen the lessons and then their souls talking to me and telling me why we're together or what we're going to integrate but you can't you can't get attached to that you just have to follow your feeling be present enjoy yourself and just trust that as long as you follow your feeling and set intentions for what you want to experience and enjoy those experiences you're going to get exactly what you're supposed to get either an upgrade in your beingness um, having gone out with that person and grow together or you will you will grow together and that is the person that you're supposed to be with etc etc so when you see those end dates if mm. you act in a certain way can you i mean do they, do they always come or or is it if you act in, in a different way and follow your gain instinct then those end dates are not don't actually materialize um <laughs> It's it's honest, like I've yeah I've had I've had a couple that have still materialized you know ridiculous things like I haven't I haven't told the girl and then you know I had, I had one girl who was who I saw after about two weeks I saw her going to Malawi on like September the twenty whatever it was I can't remember now twenty third or whatever and I didn't say anything and you know, I saw that by going out with her, I would get a deeper level of forgiveness around women, which makes sense because she's super sweet, super nice, amazing girl. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just go with the flow. And then two months into the relationship, she starts having murmurs about, you know, I'm not sure what my purpose is. I'm not really happy in this job. Da, 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 da. I don't know how that will affect me and you. And I'm like, look, I, I'm just gonna, you know, whatever it is you need, just follow your gut, follow your feeling. And then probably two weeks later, she's like, I don't know why. I feel like I want to go to Malawi and I'm like, Oh fucking hell. You're this is crazy. Man. You know? And then, and then we went to, we went to a morning rave, like a sober morning rave, like two days later. And she didn't meet anyone apart from this one girl in the queue to the toilet who happens to work for a charity in Malawi. A month later, she's booked a ticket and she's going to Malawi. And then, you know, we're, we're planning kind of basically the breakup basically, because mm. it was just, she was going there for months and months and months and it was just wasn't going to happen. And so it, you know, I've, I've had enough experiences like that, but at the same time, you know, anyone who picks up on stuff and you see things, you get things intuitively, or even you just have beliefs, you got to just work your best to what is my attachment to this? So for me, I had to ask myself, okay, I've seen her going to Malawi. Now she said to me, she wants to go to Malawi. Now she's booked her tickets and she, she didn't even tell me straight away because she was worried about what was going to happen and what I'd say. And when she told me, I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, kind of already saw it coming. But I have to ask myself, okay, what is my scribe meaning to her going to Malawi and not going to Malawi? And what is my scribe meaning to us breaking up, not breaking up? You know, what would it mean to me? How does that make me feel? And any feeling that it brings up for me, either good or bad, I have to then check in, use the process, follow those feelings back and see where they come from. Because if I have an attachment to her going to Malawi in a good or a bad way, that impacts it. If I've detached from her going to Malawi or not on some level that impacts it. 
And by continually releasing the programs and your ascribed meaning to the situation, you can get to a place of non-attachment. And of course, when a human, this is an ongoing process, like, you know, especially two weeks before she left Malawi, I had the most intense stuff coming up that I never saw coming um, around this time that my mum left me in the house way too long. And there was all these bad entities around me, basically. All of that stuff came up for me when it was like two weeks away from her leaving. What I never thought in a million years, just not personal. It was just supposed to be that stuff was supposed to be come up and be triggered. And of course my integration and forgiveness around the feminine deepened, um, having acknowledged where that came from and released it. So you just got, that's all you got, you know, if you do nothing else, you just follow your feelings and the universe will just tell you bit by bit, the next step and just recognizing you are on a roller coaster. I don't necessarily believe every single loop and turn is predetermined. However, the themes and the experiences and the emotions and the feelings that your soul wants you to have in this lifetime, they are, they are there in terms of you've already asked for it and your soul wants you to have them. So you're better off just embracing your feelings, you know, trying not to think things too much and just trusting that your soul and the universe knows what it's doing and enjoy the experience as much as possible. Because the more you do that, the experience does get more and more enjoyable because ultimately your soul wants to have fun. It doesn't just want to have hardship and turmoil. Yeah. It's like looking at things from like a, a thousand foot view rather than being in, but it's, it's interesting. I want to say to you, cause I, in my, in my love relationship, it keeps on coming up, like meeting people that tick all my boxes and yet they're taken and we get on really well and it's like oh really and it's like why are you coming up like why why are you being put into my into my sphere um and when we and when we talk and stuff it's like they, they're not taken and then and then like me wanting what i can't have sort of thing or mm. or maybe me feeling like, and then acting very interesting i, I went into cory cory wayne's work through that actually i think it would maybe say you know, giving you what you need so when it comes to women that i'm just going to be brutally honest here when it comes to women that I, i'm not really interested in it doesn't do anything uh, getting them to to fall in love is easy but not because i want to not because i want to hurt people but mm. because i act like how a man should um with my masculine energy when i find someone that i really like etc maybe from feelings of not being enough or feelings feelings of scarcity or feelings of um feelings of yeah not not getting what i want or, or, or rejection even for example Acting mm. more in my, my acting more in my feminine, uh, which doesn't work at all. Um, which really drives them away. It's really really weird how that. And it's like universe giving you that, those lessons, and it put me onto Corey Wayne's work, which has opened my eyes to a completely different way of doing things. It's maybe they get giving you those experiences so you can go and learn and what you need, um, which is quite interesting. I don't know any sort of thoughts you have around that. Like people coming into your to your life that it's weird because when you when you meet someone, you, you say you, you get on with them really well and they sort of tick it all the boxes and they're with, and they're with someone else like it's it's a little bit like hmm why have you come into my life like what what, what are you trying to teach me and it can be hard if you i mean do, do you believe in uh astro, um astronomy at all yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean i'm a scorpio so when mm. we when we fall we fall fucking hard like mm. it, and we really love hard and we're be- the best people in the world if you're on our side but we also can be very uh you know obviously the more you're a coach the more you mellow and stuff but it's very hard and we just got we're going through a full moon now actually and we just come out of scorpio season and it happened to me uh recently where it fell very hard for someone that uh wasn't available all probably around my feelings of not being enough or not being able to have what i want um so that's saying i know i've got i've got to work on 
Yeah, and it's something that I've done the work, sort of doing some work towards it. But I don't know if you've got any thoughts around that. Um, permission, permission to say what I get in your energy, Ryan. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, for, so for me, Ryan, there's two things going on, and it's funny because I touched on it earlier on, um, without actually necessarily consciously picking up on it. You definitely have a belief around um, what it, what it, what one of the things you want to check in with is. And I'd recommend just doing journaling like every morning for like, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be some long winded process, but just a couple of minutes each morning journaling on. Give me a second. Let me just ask. Yeah. Sim- really, really simply what it would mean to you to be with that person and then what it means to you to not be in that person as it relates to your business. I really invite you to do this, Ryan. I think after four or five days, you'll start having some subconscious programs coming through. And anyone, anyone who's listening, when you get a pen and paper and you actually write with a pen and paper and use your left hand as well can bring out some other stuff or your, your non-dominant hand, when you use that, it starts drawing out the energy, the emotions from your subconscious mind eventually. Like after four or five days, it starts happening normally. So I would, I would journal, just let it flow, whatever comes out of what it would mean to you to your business being with that person what it means to you not in your you know what it means to you not being with that person to your business and just see what awareness you get get and then the second thing um ryan in your energy and everyone does this at some level but in your energy there is a there is a i'm sure you already know this but there's a fear of finding out you're not enough mm-hmm. so as a result you, you attract those women that you don't really want because that is your control mechanism. So your control mechanism, if I attract these women at a certain level, cool, that's your comfort zone. That's your ego. That's the little boy in you that says, cool, I'm, I'm cool with this. Level five out of 10 love, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Level five out of 10 of what I want. I'm comfortable with that. And the little boy in you, I feel dad stuff if I'm honest, the little boy in you is shit scared that if you 100% go for what you really want you won't um be enough and therefore you don't attract those women and they don't show up a certain way and you when you start having those not good enough programs and all that stuff coming up for you it is just because your ego is freaking out and it wants to take you back to the control and the, and the comfort and the no, and the no fear of that sounding bad the, the lesser woman that you don't want as much so all it is is just a fear control mechanism playing out in what you're attracting so for you, it would yeah, it would just be a case of each time you feel not good enough with the kind of higher caliber woman in your eyes that you want, each time you feel not good enough, you know, using the process, feeling the feeling, going back and keep on stripping those layers back. And it is amazing then how people do just show up differently. Like they really do. Like I had I had women and it's funny because I had a mate from when we were like 18 and he said to me, Jude, do you think maybe sometimes you like these batshit crazy women that show up? And I was like, RJ, who the fuck do you think you are? Da, da, in my head. And But something he said, it just, it percolated. I was like, God, I'd never even thought of the idea that I was attracting it. Because for about four or five years, every woman that came my way was massively verbally abusive, some of them physically abusive. And at the time I was doing cage fighting. I was a lot bigger and stronger than I am now. You know, I couldn't lay a finger on them. I would have got jailed straight away. And at the same time, though, I was completely you know, not acknowledge my feelings, not in my power. Like now, if I met them, be in my power energetically, as you know, Ryan, they wouldn't even energetically have the audacity to show up that way because of the vibration of things. Mm-hmm. But once I started working and stuff and just acknowledging these feelings and how I felt around them and started clearing it, amazingly, literally, you know, had some huge breakthroughs, all of a sudden women just showed up completely, completely different. 
just you know, just literally magically show different and that's that's why attracting those women it's just your control mechanism that doesn't want to shoot for the moon because you're afraid of not reaching it yeah 100 it's even when i do meet them and we get on really well i then self-sabotage exactly uh, that's that's the saboteur in everything yeah. purpose business relationships that is our saboteur which is shit scared of going for 100 percent of what we want same thing right i know we're going off piece there but when people when people, you know, you see a lot in business, someone's like, they want to make 100K, right? Mm-hmm. And yet you see that person years later, they still haven't reached 100K. Why? And they're doing everything right. They're putting in the work, everything else. They're saboteur, either for their actions or even just energetically sabotaging stuff. The saboteur in them, the little boy or the little girl, that ego, the inner child, whatever you want to call it, is like, hell no. If you reach 100K and then the five-year-old me that didn't have acknowledgement from my parents or they said I wasn't good enough or they didn't like my drawing, you know, something, it could be something so trivial. You don't have to have had major trauma or anything. It could just be you made a drawing and you went to show your dad and he was like, that's it. Boom. Decision made. I'm not good enough. And deep down, someone's like, you know, I want, I want deep down that the ego, the little girl, the little boy in you is saying, I want my parents to love me just for me. I want them to be proud of me. And you see all these people in the personal development world going, I want to make 100K, I want to be this, I want to be that. But actually the, the, the younger part of them doesn't because if they reach that 100K, that means they'll have to revisit the, the, the feeling they felt when they were five, when they were three, when they were two months, whatever, where they felt that feeling that their parents didn't love them 100% for them or their parents weren't proud of them or didn't approve of them or didn't think they were significant or didn't think they whatever. So rather than reach that 100K and have to revisit and acknowledge that part of themselves, which is running in their subconscious, they'd rather sabotage themselves and make 90K year after year after year after year, rather than go outside their comfort zone and have to acknowledge that maybe just maybe their parents conditionally love them. Yeah, 100% agree. It's weird because with, with business, like it's like people, a lot of people, especially in coaching world, that they stop before, they think they're going to be overnight success. They don't realize how many years it takes to get there or and or you know, it's the people that stay with it because they got that belief. And like, I always believed, always believed, look, I'm, I'm going to get there. It's going to happen. It's going to be something that I'm going to do. Always had that un, un, um, undeniable belief that it's something that's going to happen. I'm going to, and, and, and when you've got that, things start coming your way. People get put in your life. As you say, you attract certain things and then it happens. And, and um, even for the point of me having this conversation, you know, it's like we've been drawn to each other for certain things and for certain reasons, which is, which is awesome. Um, and then around, around the women's stuff sort of got a slight nagging just there it's not the same belief which is really interesting because i really do want to work on that so this i'll talk about myself because because it's easy for me to talk about this easy for me to talk about me um and i think being vulnerable as well to listeners is, is is pretty good so people understand you know as a coach you always have to work on yourself as well because if you you can't go up up a mountain um and, and ask people to follow you if you haven't done the work yourself you know it's like you get, it's, we get lost together um so it's important for coaches as well to explore explore this and, and for you you know because um, you're always developing always always learning always expanding and um as you said that life's in different areas uh, and you know to get the, the life that you want you have to work on every aspect of it otherwise you're always going to be lacking in some some aspect right yeah and, th- and this is the thing i think it's one of the biggest misinformation things out there people think you get to a certain level then you're sorted and this is one of the things no. that i want to blast you know for me i'm not you know i'm not knocking anyone but for me eckhart tolly deepak chopra people like that they for me 
they should be talking publicly. Now, of course, their marketing team would never let them do this, but they should be talking publicly of, yeah, do you know what? Yesterday, I felt like shit. I realized this, I realized that, and I feel good again. And that for me is my my mission is I just want to share with people and show people that actually you just need a decent tool and your soul wants to ascend. Your soul wants to keep on re-remembering. You've got so much stuff to get through in this lifetime. This is the lifetime of slam dunking it. You've got so much stuff to get through. Let's get on it and let's be open with the fact that you're not going to feel amazing every day. But in my model of the world, if you wake up in the morning and you're not feeling inspired or you're not feeling in flow, there is something to be addressed. You shouldn't have to get up in the morning and motivate yourself or do a morning routine before you feel good. You should wake up feeling good. And if you don't, there's a part of you which is bubbling up. There's a part of you that wants to be acknowledged, part of your ego which is wanting to be acknowledged and crying out for attention. And then when you do that, it takes you back to a memory, takes you back to a scene, or you just get a realization, or you understand something in life that isn't currently flowing, and then boom, shit changes. No, no, it's awesome. I mean, 100%. I think it's – I mean (laughs) – People need to know you're real. Like you're human as well. You're not always going to have. Always, I go through this analogy a lot. You know, you're not always going to have days where you feel great every day. You know, with summer comes winter. With with sun, with with, with day comes night. You know, with, with fire comes water. You're going to have the masculine, feminine energies, yin and yang. You're gonna. You're not always going to feel great. And if it's changing your mindset, or it's ways to get out of that, or things that you do around that, energetically, physically, nutritionally, that, that allow you to go into the next levels. But yeah, people, yeah, is you're never always top I mean, look, if you do things right you're going to be at a higher higher performing level than, than a lot of people because let's be honest most people ha- haven't got a clue i mean our audience obviously is and your and your people come to your events etc they, they're obviously going to be probably more high performing individuals or at least know there's there's things to do out there a lot of people are still walking around completely unaware of of what life is making the same mistakes time and time again not actually understanding uh, I'm actually lucky in that respect that I went through my illness that put me on onto this onto this path. Probably the same as you are, right? Yeah, same thing with my physical pain. You know, this this thing for anyone listening, if you're going through hell right now, that is just your soul permeating your ego, permeating your conscious mind that you've either developed the skill now you need, or you haven't been acknowledging your feelings, or the stuff that's building up now, and your and your soul just wants a different experience. Ryan, with your illness, me with my physical pain. Um, however it might be showing up in your life something something crazy bad seems like it's happening it's always happening for you on some level once you understand why that's no, awesome and so I mean, we've covered lots here I mean we've gone through a lot it's <laughs> awesome though it's awesome a great conversation I can speak to you longer I know you've probably got to go but just for people out there um, anything you want to want to add anything you want to finish with I think it's honestly just what I literally just said no matter what you are going through like you know the biggest thing I can just want to implore invite you to know is that whatever you are going through is not going to last forever you know you have hope and all i can promise you is that once you do figure out why whatever is happening or going on for you once you figure that out the peace joy love serenity flow inspired action that you feel coming through on a daily basis will come you just have to embrace your feelings, dig deep, and know that whatever you're going through, it will pass. You know, even and just release the judgment of yourself. You know, like I hear a lot of coaches and they're like, "Yeah, but this is happening in my life," and you know, how can I be coaching other people when this is going on for me? That's one of the biggest misdemeanors as well. I just I'll quickly touch this right because this is super powerful. Right, perfect example. If if okay, perfect example. I just use myself. Right, so I, like I said, I have alchemy in my voice. Speaking my truth is a frequency that I have at quite a deep level. So guess what? Throughout my life, I'm going to get challenged 
every now and then Buddhist Buddhist model of stupid will come around every year or every seven years or whatever, a deeper and deeper level to get more and more powerful in that frequency. So what does that mean? I might have a situation where I'm really being challenged and I really have to dig deeper than I ever thought I have to dig to then speak my truth in that situation. Or it could be, I know someone very well and Guess what? She is amazing at infusing people with belief, getting people to believe in themselves. Guess what her biggest Achilles heel is? Not believing in herself. Believing in herself. Yeah. herself. And the only reason she has that is because she's constantly, constantly been taken to a deeper and deeper level of believing in herself, you know, deeper and deeper programs, deeper, deeper understanding. So that then in the frequency of belief, she is resonating at a higher and higher level so that she can help more people at a deeper, deeper level and help more people at a wider, wider net of people. And that and that's it. So whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, you know, people say this, but truly believe this. That is your superpower. Everything you've gone through is not by coincidence. It is for a reason. And once you figure out that reason, boom, basically. Yeah, that's 100%. I 100% agree with you. Where can people, where's the best place for people to find you? Best, best place for people to find me on Facebook and jump in my Facebook group, Self Awareness with Duke. Literally, I think probably thousands actually now, but hundreds, I'll definitely say, of quality, you know, no fluff um, videos to help you out. Thousands of amazing souls in there helping each other out, expressing their truth, leaning in, getting each other self-aware. It's not just some whiny group where people ask for healing. It's people actually saying, hey, this is going on for me. I'm trying to figure out what you reckon, da da Yes, yeah, amazing group. Self awareness with Duke on Facebook. That's cool. it. Awesome, my man. Thank you very much for for coming on. It's been a great conversation. Yeah, cheers for having me, Ryan. Appreciate it. No worries, man. So, guys and girls, that was Duke Sayer. Um, yeah, as I said before, I really enjoy talking to Duke. It's an awesome, awesome interview. Um, awesome chat, and he's and it's something. And his and his work is something that I'm really be delving into myself. See what we can release. See what we can. So an unprogram and unlock, uh, especially with me around my work-ons. Um, so it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be something that I'm really aiming to just keep. I mean, as I always said before, um, as a coach, keep on working yourself, keep on improvement. We're, we're never the finished article, never proclaim to be. No one has all the answers. <clears throat> all you can do is keep moving forward, keep progressing. Uh, as the Japanese say, kaizen, continual improvement every day. Um, you can never be perfect, but you can always be better than yesterday. Uh, and so, keep on adding these different tools to the box. And, and anyone who's looking uh, to work with him, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, suggest giving it a go. I know I'm going to going in uh, both feet uh, first and just try and unblock all these um, all these limiting beliefs I've got around relationships or women, etc. Um, in terms of in terms of what I really want uh, and, and, and anything else that crops up you know it's not just around that um, so as always it, it's uh, it's something that it's just it's always just trying to just, just get a little bit better every day you know I always say to people a lot of the time people try and make massive jumps it's not the massive jumps you know because they can be quite scary quite overwhelming it's the little steps you take every day to keep on getting yourself better and it's the same as in health people always go all or nothing and I always say it never works because you can never just be all in and because when people then have a little <coughs> excuse me fogging my throat if you call it a setback or 
they go out and have a party or whatever they're like oh my god I've, I've just ruined everything and, and they just chuck everything away and they just go back to eating poorly and not exercising and not doing their breath work etc it's never about that it's just about um, knowing that if you have a little setback it's fine you just get back on the horse you're human and these things happen and it's just about doing everything you can just to keep yourself um, ahead of the game continually improving the best part of yourself showing up and knowing that if you have a bad day look it's fine you're human these things happen you don't have to beat yourself up about these things. You have to just, you know, as, as uh, Bruce Lee said, you know, be water, my friend. Adapt to the environment and adapt to the situation. Understand that everything for a reason, but also the changes that come, the tests that come, they're all here to improve us and the universe is working for us uh, in ways. And, and even with the guests that I bring out, maybe I bring the right guest on at the right time for you and you listen to something and you think, oh, that's that's really awesome, or that was great, or I got a lot from that, or they, they trigger you, which is awesome as well, because if, when you're triggered, it just puts a, your finger right on your growth potential and it questions things that you believe in, which is great. So yeah, it was a great conversation with Duke, um, and, uh, and I think I'll be going on his show as well, and he'll be someone that I'd like to get back on <clears throat> in the future as well, see how he keeps on progressing his work, etc., um, as for anything else guys and girls as I mentioned beforehand the Revive Yourself shop is now open at www.shop.reviveyourself.co all the different products we've got on there all things I highly recommend um, as well as the water filter filtration systems for your whole house um, as well as the uh, AEMF blocking and radiation blocking devices from Aries Tech so before if it says out of stock on one that you click on just go into the store in the website and, and you'll find the others there's lots of different options to choose from and uh yeah, articles at www.reviveyourself.co and <clears throat> if you are looking for help, the best way and the quickest way to get that is to send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and we can book you in for a consultation to see if and how we can help you and we can go from there. I actually am taking bookings now for January, as I said before. Um, got a few spaces left open um, because, you know, a lot of people love, love to get themselves started for January and, and um, yeah, just get people booked in for that so we can set rocking and rolling for that. Okay, guys and girls, uh, otherwise, that's it for this week. Um, hope you're well, hope you're good. If you know or you think this is going to help anyone else, please share uh, this podcast um, with them. And if you can, in fact, give us some five-star reviews on iTunes and even on our Facebook page, which is uh, Revive Yourself on Facebook, because um, it just gets the information out to more people. And the more people we can get the information out to, the more people's lives we can affect positively positively <laughs> yeah and get them healthy uh, get them healthier happier and living the life that they deserve otherwise guys and girls stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon bye-bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas bloating constipation diarrhea indigestion heartburn and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the healing health paradigm today 